Podcast Greatness Productions brings you the Ready, Set, Show podcast, episode 79. What's up, guys? I'm your host, DT. Hope everybody is doing okay out there, staying safe, washing your hands as this damn virus is still out here. The toilet paper is still empty everywhere I friggin' go. So you got to buy the expensive stuff. It's like that with groceries, guys. I tell you to be safe. I really want you to. But you know, look, man, don't let this virus dictate your life to where you're scared staying at home all day you know get out every now and then i'm not saying go run lick somebody's face or you know cough on people or nothing like that be safe of course but don't let this virus drive you crazy as i feel like i'm going crazy i find myself going a lot i don't know why driving my fiance crazy but i've just been trying to make the best with this time but i gotta tell you the more i do go out i just get annoyed you gotta buy the expensive groceries and certain items i get because they're out like it now i seen a meme on this too now everybody wants to all of a sudden eat ramen noodles i've been making this dope ramen noodles concoction and corned beef hash concoctions and see now everybody want to dip in two of my favorite just quick meals this is a little ridiculous number one buying up all the toilet paper two things if you're one of them people that's just doing it to go over here and skyrocket the prices like a friend of mine sophia who y'all heard on the show told me they shut a store down here in green county somewhere on west main street because they were inflating the prices okay that's ridiculous you're a prick if you're going out here with all this going on and doing people like that knowing that not a lot of people are working And if they are working, they're not working that much. Hustle, make money, I get all that, except for drugs, not saying anything like that. Make you some money, but don't do it while all this is going on. Come on, man. And I'm just saying, I think we really need to calm down. I mean, guys, go out here, be safe, of course. Wash your hands, have hygiene, do all that. But I think some of y'all are going a little too far. Like, now I go out here... In my county, I think now we're up to uh, 17, 18 confirmed cases. I think one person's died in East Tennessee. But I'm seeing people wearing masks. And I mean, that's fine. But these people buying up all this stuff, that's ridiculous. Toilet paper ain't going to save you from the coronavirus. I don't know if some people were told that or if there's just people, like I said, being a prick, inflating the prices on people. Food City got it now. Grocery store here locally, for those of y'all that may not know it, I don't know if you have one where you live. They're only allowing you to get four of the single rolls. Like, are you kidding me? But then you got stores like Food Country that they're not putting limits on. I couldn't find no milk. I could find it, but then three days later it'd be expired. I mean, guys, come on, y'all need to calm down for real. But guys, we got a lot to talk about this week, but first, guys, go like the Anchor page, the Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm noticing Apple Podcasts and Spotify are the two most popular, and I'm noticing Anchor technically is last. It had Anchor and CastBox, which I listen to the podcast on CastBox because CastBox is my favorite podcast app to listen to podcasts, and I know y'all are like, well, 
if you're rocking Anchor, why don't you listen to it on there? I don't know. I just have listened to CastBox for years, so that's where I listen to it. It's actually tied with Anchor at 12%. 47%, a little under half, listen to Apple Podcasts. 30% are at Spotify. And then other is 19%. So we need to get the Anchor page some more likes on here, guys, because... I will get sponsors eventually, and I'm honestly thinking it's because of how many listeners I have because I was assuming, I don't know why I maybe thought this is kind of ridiculous, but no matter how many listeners, whatever, they just would help small podcasts on the platform get sponsors to get you started, whatever, but no, I don't know why I was uh, naive and thought that, but it will help me, so I want to get the Anchor page out there more, guys, anchor.fm backslash r-s-s-podcast, guys, and follow on Apple, if that's where you listen to, those of y'all rocking that iOS, Apple phones, definitely keep listening on Apple Podcasts, as, uh, you know, it's become our most popular Spotify is another good one, though. I need to update that page, and it's being a pain in the ass. I don't know if you've got to have premium in order to do that, but they do offer student discount like YouTube does on YouTube Premium, so I'll check that out. And, guys, all our social media pages, if you want to know where all the info is on the show, guys, head on over to our Facebook page, RSS Podcast. I don't think you got to put the at RSS Podcast anymore. But head on over there on our Facebook. Scroll down just a little bit when you get there. You'll see a pinned post at the top. It's got everything. You want to email me anything regarding the show, comments, feedback, ideas, suggestions. Hey, you're doing a good job. Hey, you suck, whatever. Well, don't do that because then I'll get pissed. But, I mean, you can tell me improvements to make on the show, but don't be a dick. So all our social media pages are there. Just where you can hear the podcast because we're at other places besides the Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We're at other places, CastBox, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever y'all want to hear us, everything's there. Go give us a follow. If you want something to be heard on a show, if you want an artist spotlight on a singer, rapper, artist, or a band, let me know. I'll gladly throw them on an artist spotlight because I really do want to start doing those every episode. I really do. We don't have one this week, unfortunately, but I want to start doing those every week. Guys, I thought about doing it this episode, but I think I'm going to wait till episode 80. I'm looking to have my first over-the-phone guest, my best friend, Mr. Mad Scientist 423 himself, my good friend Jared, who you all have known I did an artist spotlight on a few episodes back, so I'm hoping, really hoping, we can get him on again episode 80. Those of y'all who do know him know, I mean, Jared has a lot of knowledge in music, but he, he has a lot of knowledge about other stuff going on in the world and a lot of cool perspectives that I feel like we need to come on here and talk about. So it'll probably be talking about just all the crazy shit going on in the world, just our take on everything, and then we'll probably talk some music because damn near every band I've ever been in has been with Jared, so probably take another trip down memory lane and get jared's perspective on things and just reminisce and i think it'll be fun man i really do i'm excited about it so look for that episode 80 tune in for that and the new co-host i briefly spoke on this i kind of threw it out there last episode and kind of left you all hanging on it i didn't really explain so i'm gonna do that now look guys i mean with letty she got to know my fiance if this asher girl comes on obviously my brother will have to be here with her at first until things are cool and everybody gets to know each other. But out of respect for her, I want her to get to know her. My fiance, though she doesn't come on the show, speak on the mic, I mean, she cares about the podcast. She does have a say-so. She does give me input. Her 
perspective, what she thinks will sound cool and what doesn't. I mean, I ask her opinion. So she's got to give her the green light on it too, and, and that's out of respect of any relationship. But I do like the, the male-female dynamic. Also, for me, I want my brother to be a part of it too. So I'm hoping both of them will join the team guys here soon. As I, I've talked to my brother a few times, by the way, we got a new intro song coming outro too my brother let me hear a little bit so you know my brother's into the jungle drum and bass uh most people would probably call it techno but he's throwing a rock twist hip-hop twist in with it i heard a little bit of it i'm anxious to see when it's finally done what it sounds like so look out for that as well because i've just been throwing different intros just messing around but the intro that he sends will be our new intro from here on out when you hear that intro and outro you'll think of this podcast and uh my brother also i want him to come on the mic maybe he maybe he will every episode maybe he'll just be on an episode here and there but he will be running the sound editing i'm not sure on i'm hoping he will but he will be doing hopefully some live dj we did talk about that so y'all might hear a brand new podcast here in these next few episodes we're getting it we're in talks right now i've talked to the the girl's name is ashley that i want to bring on the show she writes poetry seems really cool the little i have talked to her she's highly recommended for my brother so i'm excited about that because you know man i like that i mean yeah it sucks letty and on here but that dynamic because you get two different perspectives you could get females that listen to the show because of her perspective or or they could be from my perspective and then males listen to it for her you get what i'm saying it brings a different dynamic a different level of the host co-host dynamic on here it gives two different perspectives and i think it's cool and it'll cater to both the males and females and that's what i obviously want to do and the more people we get here listening to this podcast, because there's going to be important stuff we're going to be talking about. But guys, that, that's all I wanted to say. That's just a little update on the show. What are we going to be talking about today, guys? Well, we'll just talk briefly about some coronavirus stuff here locally, stuff going on in the world, uh, the stimulus checks uh, saying they're going to be coming out here soon. We'll talk about that. Something cool a New York City landlord did for his two to 300 tenants. you got to hear this story, guys. I'm telling you, I think this is really cool that people like this still exist in the world. So that'll pretty much be the top of the show, guys. I don't want to hammer home on the damn coronavirus, but guys, I mean, it's going on in the world. we got to talk about it. We're not going to sit here and talk about it the whole damn show music this is going to take up the whole music segment guys takashi 69 is finally released from prison and he used covid19 to do so more on this story in gaming we got sony russia refused to release call of duty modern warfare 2 remastered we'll talk why next we got federal judge rules in favor of activision blizzard in a lawsuit we'll talk about what that lawsuit consists of 
And we'll talk about GameStop. Boy, they just keep fucking up. I'm telling you, they just keep messing up, and it just never ends. Well, they were ordered to close in Boston. We'll talk why they were. Next, we have 100 Thieves release Animal Crossing apparel. Next, we got some from YouTube. I want to talk about a guy called It's Real 85 Vids. He does these Grand Theft Auto 5 skits. Guys, this dude is hilarious. These skits are genius. I can't get enough. I've been Ben's watching them. They are awesome. Now, he does other games as well, but we'll talk more about It's Real. He's a funny as hell dude, and the crew that he has helping him with those videos. Some of those guys also have channels, but you've got to listen to this guy. I'll talk more on him. Final thing we'll talk about in gaming these youtubers the nba 2k youtubers and just basketball youtubers in general the top 10 lists have started back up and like what a year or two ago when they were big it's caused controversy stirring up shit we gotta talk about it and then i'm gonna give you guys my top 10 youtuber list and most of you guys may or may not have heard a lot of these guys but i think they're worth checking out so we'll discuss more on that and that will conclude the gaming segment for this week and then to end the show the rant will be a child support rant that i'm deciding to speak out about in recent events involving child support back child support and the stimulus checks we'll talk how they relate and why i'm gonna go off yet again about this child support and how things got to change and a cool website that I found. If you are a supporter of child support reform, how Senate, Congress, all those political bastards need to finally make changes to this child support system that is just so backwards and very unfair and one-sided. Many people that are trying and really do care about their kids and, and support their kids are getting screwed over. And maybe we just hit hard times every now and then and we might get behind on our child support. That doesn't make us a deadbeat things need to change i've got the website for you and we will discuss more on this awesome website that you all have to check out this will not relate to you if you never cared to see your kid you have never paid a dime in child support you're a part of child support and all that don't even hit me up i'm not defending those people if you're a working mother and or father whoever has custody of the child and you got your own place and you're doing whatever and you're still not getting child support I'm not talking about you all either. I'll talk about it more in depth and you'll see and you'll understand. But that will be today's show, guys. But first, we got to start with shout outs. Got to thank my beautiful family. I love them so much. We've been cooped up together. I got to tell you, man, the time together is good. And I'm glad we get to spend all this time together. Take advantage of that, guys. Spend time with family. Be together, though y'all might get on each other's nerves. Enjoy this time together. I think we all need to get closer together and use this time to mend some relationships, family, friends, whatever. I love my family. I'm thankful every day they're by my side and they drive me to be my best every day, guys. I can't say it enough. I want to thank everybody that has supported this podcast, donated, came on the show, Drama, Letty for being a part, 68 great episodes, Mo, Ben, Kristen, Cheetah, EJ, Kevin, everybody that's been a part of this and has came on the show. Those are some of my favorite episodes, like Mo and Ben donated there. That's really awesome. And guys, if y'all want to support, speaking of donating, I, I try not to say this too much, but if you want to support the podcast further, 99 cents, 4.99, 9.99, a support button on our anchor page 
click that and you can support us if you want to further of course you listening to the podcast means the most to me but i'm just if you can spare it you want to support further for new equipment and just upcoming stuff i'm wanting to do on the podcast there you go i would greatly appreciate it if not that's fine too all right i gotta thank the man the myth the legend kellen keller the man that got all this rolling he had been telling me for years to be on radio i always shout kellen out because he is a big part of why i started this podcast i'll never forget that and all that he did for me at a point in time of my life where i had it rough he was always there for me helped me out at a point in time when i had nobody and was really struggling he was always there for me had my back and i'll forever be grateful for that thank you kellen you're a legend i want to thank everybody that listens to the podcast if you're a new listener if you're an old listener you've been here from the start you came in the middle you listen to 30 minutes an episode whatever it may be i just want to thank you guys so much for all your support it truly means the world to me All right, guys, let's kick it off here. Apparently, the health department here in Greenville is doing drive-through testing for the coronavirus. Testing is scheduled between 9 and 11 a.m., a GreenvilleSun.com article says, Monday through Friday. So, guys, they're doing two hours a day, Monday through Friday. I think they had said 88 people have tested negative, by the way. Here in Tennessee, says uh, we read on here, individuals who are experiencing moderate symptoms of the virus, coughing, fever, shortness of breath, can call 423-979-4689 to be screened for testing. If a test is to be conducted, an appointment will be made for the individual to come to the site. Individuals are asked to call rather than show up. Be safe. You don't want to just show up there and there's a bunch of people. They got their way of doing it. I think this is really cool. And it says uh, testing site because an appointment is necessary, it says. So I understand that. I think this is the cool thing the health department's doing. I mean, hell, they're brave just chilling outside two hours a day, five days a week letting those people that do are having symptoms so guys i mean if you feel like you're having any of these symptoms don't be an idiot call them set up an appointment to go down and be tested for this what was it a week ago you couldn't even get tested for this so while we started here locally it was announced that we now have 22 infected here in green county we go to a greenvillesun.com another article there The number of confirmed cases of the novel COVID-19 now stands at 22 people infected. According to figures released Sunday by the Tennessee Department of Health, the total number of confirmed COVID-19 cases in Greene County remained at 16 since Thursday until Sunday's update from the Department of Health announced six more positive results. A total of 88 tests for COVID-19 in Greene County came back negative, so that's cool. One coronavirus-related death, the first in northeast Tennessee and southwest Virginia region, was reported last week in Greene County. The victim was a man over 70 years old who was in the high-risk group of the virus because of his age and other health factors. Ballot Health Executive Chairman, President, and CEO Alan Levine said Thursday during a media brief. So, I mean, that's not a lot of cases, but again, we're a small town, so I think we're doing a great job of containing it because that could easily be doubled and or tripled 
by every episode I put up, you know, uh, within a week. So that's a cool thing. So next, I want to talk something. This guy right here should win some kind of award. He should get something. And I'm glad he got this article. It's a New York Times article. It says, this Brooklyn landlord just canceled rent for hundreds of tenants. His name is Mario Salerno, who has 18 apartment buildings, said he did not want renters too stressed about their payment during the coronavirus pandemic. Guys, landlords here locally to uh, everybody across the world, you all need to pay attention to this dude. And I don't want to hear nothing about money, this, that. This dude owns 18 apartment buildings. Listen closely to this. Dude's a legend. A few days after losing his job in March, Paul Gentile was throwing away trash outside his Brooklyn apartment building when he noticed a new sign hanging near the front door. Because of the coronavirus pandemic, which brought life to a near standstill in New York City and caused an untold number of people to lose their jobs, tenants in the building did not need to pay April rent, it read. Quote, stay safe, help your neighbors, and wash your hands, the landlord Mario Salerno wrote on the signs which he posted at all of his 18 residential buildings in the borough. Due to recent pandemic of a coronavirus COVID-19 affecting all of us, please note I am waiving rent for the month of April 2020. Stay safe, help your neighbors, and wash your hands. Thank you, Mario. More than any large city in the United States, New York is made up of millions of renters, many of whom survive paycheck to paycheck and pay a large of their monthly income for a place to live. The sudden collapse of the economy has left many New Yorkers stressing about how they can pay their bills, especially rent. You see, guys, New York is one of the worst states that people have been infected. This guy knew it. He found it in his heart to excuse. Now, think about that. He's losing thousands of dollars. He didn't give a shit. He probably didn't even take that long to think on it, honestly. So the fact that even this guy found it in his heart in New York, a place where the coronavirus hit the hardest, found it in his heart to excuse hundreds of people's rent for the month of April. That is human compassion at its finest right there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, my landlord's been cool about it. I'll be, he's texted me one time. It's previous rent that we're behind. But even then, he'll text me every now and then if I, he hasn't heard from me. He's one of the, he's just like this dude. Honestly, I could see him doing that, to be honest with you. Moving on, Dana White, who is the president of the UFC, is officially a dumbass. All that's going on with the COVID-19, big, big Rona, as I like to call her, named episode 78 after. And that nickname came from what most doctors and nurses are calling the coronavirus. I don't know, I'm a little torn on this story, but Dana White's ego sometimes really pisses me off and just prevents me from liking the guy, man. Like, I, I just don't understand understand some of the moves that this guy likes to make sometimes he just doesn't make any damn sense and sometimes I feel like he looks out for the fighters but himself more in a sport where they've came over a lot of hurdles and obstacles so he should care about the fighters more but Dana White does a good job of masking it and trying to put it off on MMA media all media and those fans that he calls haters when obviously it bothers you enough that you would need to address it so if somebody calls you out on something you address it and I mean they're not some 
somebody in the MMA media or whatever, obviously you're bothered by it and have to feel some kind of truth towards it because you chose to comment on it. But anyway, man, uh, so we, we're going to head over to TMZ.com. We don't really, hadn't really used them much lately, but you got to hear this. Dana White securing private island for UFC fights. Claims there's fights every week. Now, how did this start, you may ask? Well, you all know UFC 249 was coming up. Uh, Tony Ferguson was supposed to fight Khabib Narmagomedov. This fight has apparently been deemed cursed. They've tried to fight five times. It's something happens with Khabib or Tony. This has went on for years. This is a fight that many UFC fans want to see. Everybody thought that this, this UFC 249 would eventually be canceled. Well... Well, as of yesterday, April the 10th, apparently the higher-ups at ESPN and Disney got with Dana White and told him that, hey, he's just going to have to cancel UFC 249, and so that's what happened. Apparently, Dana was having it set up at an Indian reservation in California. Dana claims that those guys on the Indian reservation were very helpful, were going to cater to any of his needs to make the event happen, and that when all this blows over with the coronavirus, that he will be doing a UFC event on that Indian reservation, and that they were very great people, easy to work with. 249 is canceled, and that sucks, and is very unfortunate because we don't get to see Khabib get his ass whipped or watch him dry hump for fucking five rounds. Uh, I don't, most boring UFC champion of all time, I, I gotta tell you. Fucking can't stand Khabib. So anyway, I guess Dana is apparently gonna lock up a fucking private island. He says that all international fights will eventually be fault on this island according to this TMZ Island fights every week he says that he's going to make up for the fights since this coronavirus and then he's just going to start pumping fights out he says that all 42 fights scheduled for this year will still happen and all fighters that had a schedule however many fights they had this year will still get that many fights he still claims they will be the first sport back and the island is still a go even though ufc 249 was canceled dana white says yes this is real the ufc boss tells us He's laser-focused on keeping the business alive during the COVID-19 pandemic. But after that, White says he's planning to move the Octagon to the island where he will set up shop and host fights involving massive international fighters. White says the deal for the fight island isn't done yet, but it's very close. And no, we don't know what part of the world it's in. But that's going to do it for the news for the top of the show, guys. Anything I talked about, I want to hear your take. Hit us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of our social media pages, guys. I want to know what you think of any of the news discussed at the top of today's show. Let me know what y'all are doing while in quarantine, while the COVID-19's out here wreaking havoc. I want to know what everybody's been up to. All right, guys, moving on to our first segment. Music. Guys, this will be the only thing we're going to talk about in music today as this is huge news. And there just really wasn't a whole lot going on in music this week. I'd had another article, but I changed my mind. But this is huge news, and we got to talk about it. We head on over to RollingStone.com. How Takashi 69 got released early. Now, as y'all know, the dude already beat a lot of years snitching and being a bitchin', you know. 
but he apparently now is getting released even earlier due to the coronavirus. Due to coronavirus outbreak in New York, the controversial rapper walked free this week. An interview with his lawyer and court documents reviewed by Rolling Stone tell the full story. Well, guys, we're not going to read the full story. We'll just dive into a little bit of it, and I'll give my take. As you all know, we... We used to talk about old Takashi a lot. We haven't mentioned his name for quite a while. I had hoped it would stay like that. One less shit rapper and artist out there that we uh, no longer have to deal with. But he's like herpes. He just keeps fucking coming back. But it's big news, so let's discuss it. Just where Takashi goes from here. What is this is going to mean for his career in the future. Can he have another career? Is he? Should he just shut the fuck up? Up and please stay away from music never to come back and plague us with his cringe shit music but it makes no fucking sense. I say yes. But let's start with the now. Two weeks ago when Governor Andrew Cuomo began to shut down New York City after the spread of coronavirus became unmanageable Lance Lazaro sprung into action. Lance Lazaro being Takashi 69 or Daniel Hernandez's lawyer. For the past two years, Lazaro has served as counsel to Daniel Hernandez, the controversial rapper known as Takashi 69, who, until this week, was in federal custody on racketeering charges serving out the final months of a two-year sentence. Quote, if you're a prisoner, it's an impossibility, unquote. That's uh, coming from uh, Takashi 69's lawyer. Whether you're in a Bureau of Prisons facility or a private facility, you can't quarantine people in jail, unquote, Lazaro told Rolling Stone. And real quick... Uh, YMW Melly, the guy accused, rapper accused of killing his two friends, he is trying to actually get out right now because him and apparently the guy he's in the cell with both have the coronavirus. They can't get any products to clean their cell and prevent the spread or pretty much items that would help them maybe to get finally get better. They're not getting any kind of help. Apparently YMW Melly is now down to 114 pounds. So he also was trying to get out as I think he waits to go on trial for the for the murder of his two friends. There's a lot of people saying, oh, we hope for him to come home and all that. Well, dude, I mean, I wish the guy the best. I, I hope he gets better. He's in the middle of a murder trial. The families of the two victims that he supposedly killed are saying don't let him out. A lot of the evidence is pointing towards that he did it. Then again, there's people saying he didn't, obviously. So we don't know the outcome. Should he be let out? Not going to speak on that until all the evidence and facts come out, or really until he's found guilty or not guilty. And I hate this for him. I do wish, though, they do need to give him the cleaning supplies at least and the help he needs to get rid of the fucking virus. So there's a quick update on YNW Melly, by the way, guys. Hope he gets the treatment he needs, the cleaning supplies. Now let's get back to this Takashi 69 news. Hernandez has asthma, Lazaro argue, which made him susceptible to the rapidly spreading disease. Quote, if the government is now trying to get people out of jail because of this virus, why not take a chance on Daniel Hernandez, he says, which I think he's going to be getting out soon anyway. The plan immediately ran into roadblocks. Lazaro first submitted his motion to Judge Paul Engelmeyer, the presiding judge in the racketeering case. Engelmeyer, in turn, directed Lazaro to file his request with the Bureau of Prisons, 
which typically decides whether prisoners are eligible for compassionate release, a way to release prisoners for underlying health conditions. After cooperating with the United States Attorney in his racketeering charge by testifying against his former gang associates, Hernandez had been transferred to a private facility in Queens, overseen by U.S. Marshals. This meant that the Bureau of Prisons did not consider Hernandez under its jurisdiction. According to an email written by a Bureau of Prisons representative initially obtained by Inner City Press, the Bureau, quote, does not have any authority or oversight of his case as he is not in a Bureau of Prisons or BOP facility. If the court orders a compassionate release for him, that information will be provided to the U.S. Marshal Service and the GEO facility for processing. In January, I tried to get him out to a halfway house of home confinement, but was told at that point by the legal counsel of the Bureau of Prisons that he would not be eligible for any BOP remedies because he was never in a BOP facility, says Lazaro. The reason I originally went to the judge was because the Bureau of Prisons was never an avenue I could rely on, unquote. Moral of the story, they go back and forth, and voila, Takashi 69 is, is now out. So my question is, where does he go from here? Hey, look, man, I, I lived that life to the fullest, pedal to the metal, I fucked up, they caught me, now it's time to ride off into the sunset with what money you do got left. But knowing Takashi, I'd about bet a hundred on that he's not gonna shut the fuck up, that he, we will see him again. Might be just interviews. I'm betting his dumbass will really try to make a rap album. You're no longer gangster, you're no longer hard. You don't let your nuts hang, you ain't on the test my gangster tour. All that bullshit, that image, which was 95% of your image, is done. Bro, you told. I'm sure there's some idiots out there that'll still listen to the guy's music if he puts it out there. But those real people, real musicians, people from the streets, stuff like that, will not listen to this guy's music and will not give him the respect. No matter how you feel about his situation and or snitching, the bottom line is this dude clearly lived that lifestyle, lived that image, and then took the easy way out when he actually was committing crimes. And I've seen a thing Blueface said that quote, white kids will still listen to his music, but that him, other rappers, other people from the streets won't listen to his music, that he's banned from LA, that if he comes there, he'll do something to him. This was a video when he was doing an interview and was asked by the guy doing the interview what he thought about Takashi 69 getting out of prison early. Well, first off, Blueface, you're trash. Your music's trash. How the fuck you were signed to a record deal is a disgrace to musicians all over the world. That's number one. Number two, you're a racist bitch. Number three, you're a racist bitch. And white kids and or adults, people, as you say, we listen to all kinds of music. And uh, we don't see color, so neither should you. And white kids, I'm sure, buy your music and have probably played a big part in making what shitty career you actually do have and talent you supposedly think you have into this record deal that I can't believe they offered this guy a record deal. Blueface, shut up. I don't know what kind of music Takashi would really make. Who knows, man? Let's say the dude did come out and somehow made hits again. That would be a first in history. I don't know, guys. I mean, what do you think? Do you think this dude could bounce back? Do you think he'll really be stupid enough? I mean, you know we're gonna hear from 
from them. You know academics is jacking off right now. I'm gonna have an interview with him, though. Academics was trying to play it off the other day when he dropped this on his YouTube channel. Like, oh, I won't be his first interview. Academics, shut the fuck up. You know damn well you will be. Unless he goes and, I mean, obviously he might need money. I don't know. He might go, yeah, I'll give you an interview for such and such price. And you know, guys, I'd be willing to bet something right now. I think if he does try to come back out, and you heard it from me here, I'm sure there may be other people that think this way too, he's going to try to put it off like, yeah, I, I snitched. But you all got to understand, these dudes were plotting to kill me. These dudes robbed me. They were stealing from me. You think I'm going to go down for these motherfuckers when they were stealing from me hell they kidnapped him at one point and he's going to try to feed off of that hoping that he can somehow oh okay well yeah i mean i i don't blame him but i mean look i don't know you're gonna have hardcore street guys it's like look i don't give a fuck you told will that override the majority people and make takashi 69 just a page in the rap industry past you know what i'm saying will that make him just a, a yeah that was some dude that come out and talked a lot of shit for a while put out a few good songs and then he snitched on people fuck him and he's dead I do know Takashi, he's going to try to spin this some way, get back out there. I mean, you know, the dude is a genius at do. I mean, I don't know, he never snitched before, but he'll try something. You'll hear him, I guarantee you, in a few interviews, and I bet he'll attempt an album. Whether one will come out, I don't know. But I want to know y'all's take. Is there anybody out there that is on his side about this? Yeah, he told, but he had a good reason why. Is there a good reason to snitch? I don't know. Give me y'all's take on this. I want to hear from you guys. And I want to know your honest take on Takashi 69 as a person in and out of music. Let me know. That's going to do it for music this week, guys. Again, give me your take. Leave it on our Facebook, Twitter, or any other social media pages. And let me know what you think. Takashi 69 boy. Guaranteed this dude's going to try to make a comeback. God, what an idiot. All right, guys. Now, moving on to... Alright guys, we got some things in gaming today, so let's get started. First thing, we got to talk about this. Sony Russia refuses to release Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Sony Russia, don't blame you, as most of the Call of Duty Remasters, I think there's been a couple, have sucked ass. We go to techspot.com for this article. Bad news for PlayStation 4 owners in Russia hoping to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign. Sony Russia has decided not to release the game in the country, and you can probably guess the reason why. As was the case with the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, it's the no Russian mission that's causing controversy. The level sees players taking part in a mass shooting at an airport to gain the trust of a Russian terrorist group who blame it on the U.S., killing civilians is optional, and you can even skip the level. The game was removed from sale in Russia and re-released without the infamous mission. In a statement on Activision's official Call of Duty Russia Twitter account, the company did not reveal why Sony Russia decided not to sell the game in the Russian PlayStation Store, though it doesn't take a genius to work out why. It says COD MW2 is being released, 
as a timed exclusive on the PlayStation 4 until April 30th, 2020, at which point will be available on other platforms. It appears PC and Xbox One owners in Russia will be able to play the game once it arrives. Quote, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered is a completely fictional 2009 campaign recreated in HD quality, unquote, reads a translation of Activision's Russian statement reads. Moving on, federal judge rules in favor of Activision Blizzard in a lawsuit over usage of Humvees in Call of Duty. Boy, the Call of Duty news, it keeps piling on. By the way, guys, Call of Duty Warzone Season 3 is out. Those of you guys who do play Warzone, we go to charlieintel.com. AM General, makers and owners of the Humvee vehicle, filed a lawsuit back in 2017 against Activision Blizzard for using their vehicles in their games without providing compensation for using it. The original lawsuit filed by AM General claimed Activision Blizzard was profiting off their property without providing compensation for such usage. The company was seeking millions in lost profit thanks to Activision's usage of the vehicle. In 2019, Activision Blizzard responded to the lawsuit claiming that it was bogus in using military vehicles protected under the First Amendment. Alright, I'm not reading anymore. See, guys, this is crazy. This is, hey, I see a popular game. Let me try to stick my hand in the cookie jar well, they, I mean, they created the Humvee, but come on, because they use fucking Humvee. You don't sell Humvees on the game. AM General, come on, man. Do you need money? Dude, come, it's a fucking video game. Guys, it's stuff like this. Why I hate politics so much. A fucking Humvee in a video game. This guy is suing Activision. Come on, man. AM General, quit being a tight ass. We know you was probably one of them dudes that was hating on video games and telling your son to do 20 push-ups instead of playing Xbox. So don't try to come in now and make some money off of them because they put a Humvee in the fucking game. A vehicle you can't even buy in the game. Calm down, bro, and give me 20 push-ups. Sorry to be a dick, but that's fucking stupid. All right, guys, moving on. GameStop in Boston. GameStop, boy, they just keep fucking up, don't they? God, every, I swear, if it's a YouTube video or when I am looking up gaming news, GameStop has done something wrong, something negative. Somebody's pissed off at them. They've screwed somebody. Swear to you. <clears throat> I haven't seen... A positive GameStop article, video, anything. I get that probably in years. I'm going to be honest with you. We got a GameIndustry.biz article here that says GameStop ordered to close Boston store after violating lockdown. GameStop's so uh, desperate right now that I guess they're like, hey, look, come get the coronavirus and buy one of our shitty games that probably won't work. Tell you what, we'll throw in a system. That'll go with your non-working game. Uh, come on, GameStop. Y'all sell garbage anymore, dude. Let's read on. GameStop was ordered by the city of Boston to close a store that had still been serving customers despite a statewide lockdown. The city's inspectional services department issued an order last Tuesday after finding the Doister store had been operating for several days, the Boston Globe reports. Staff had been selling games through a gap in the door wearing gloves or GameStop plastic bags taped around their hands, as advised by internet email. 
The state of Massachusetts ordered a all non-essential businesses to close down on March 24th to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Despite a previous attempt to position itself as quote-unquote essential retail, GameStop does not qualify for offering curbside pickup services. Why, you may ask, because they're shitty. Guys, you know I like adding stuff in. I'm in a good mood. Reading on, the Inspectional Services Department confirmed the store had been closed down on Wednesday. GameStop confirmed on Thursday it closed all stores across Mass. Boston, Mass. All right, guys, here's the deal. GameStop, let's be honest, they went downhill. Anymore, it's like, do I want to go in here, get the game I want, get a good actual used system and or new system? If I pre-order a game and let's say I don't end up wanting to get it, am I actually going to get my money back? Dude, I've heard so many crazy stories of people getting screwed over by GameStop. I order online. I don't really see a point going in GameStop. They do have some cool toys that my daughter likes. But I'm telling you, dude, they were so fucking expensive. I don't really mess with GameStop anymore. I got to be honest. All right, guys, I got a few things I wanted to add in on this episode because I think they're just really been popping this last week. First thing, you know, we got to talk Fortnite. And it's official. Deadpool has been released. As of this episode, he was released. And then this past Thursday, that would be March around 9th or 10th, his second variation was was released which is basically Deadpool without the mask so guys be sure to go do your Deadpool challenges get Deadpool the yacht uh, meow muscles which was one of the battle pass characters is no longer on the yacht apparently Deadpool kicked him off and the yacht is decked out with Deadpool the battle bus is decked out with Deadpool and supply drops are decked out with Deadpool. I'm telling you, me and Kinsley, we got our Deadpool characters. We got our variations. The item shop has some, a couple emotes, a dual pickaxe for Deadpool, and let's, oh, he's got a glider as well, which is a llama with a Deadpool mask. It's actually pretty sick. And now they've recently just brought out, they've made Raven a Deadpool-type character. They've added in the Deadpool theme on him. And Cuddle Team Leader also has a Deadpool theme, and that sucks because I have Cuddle Team Leader. I'm going to go double-check, but I should get him. I shouldn't have to go rebuy that, but I'm pretty sure I do. But guys, go check it out. Me and Kinsley have been having fun. I mean, a lot of people have been rocking the Deadpool. You've been waiting two months on Deadpool. Go check him out. Have fun, and be sure to do your challenges all of them up to date so you can get them next i want to discuss it's real 85 vids who does these grand theft auto skits he does mafia skits thief gameplay skits he does a variation of different games but dude this guy funny as hell and i'm telling you him puss and boots drama all these guys let's see he's got even a the guy that raps called the honorable c note these guys are awesome they're funny as hell they've created like a freddy versus jason skit on grand theft auto 5 it is the funniest shit like they even made freddy and Jason over like a, like Freddy's over a Bloods gang and Jason's over a Crips gang. And, you know, they're kind of at war with each other. And it's hilarious. Like they sell drugs and stuff, but they do these funny ass skits. Imagine like Dave Chappelle 
meets Grand Theft Auto 5. Like, that's how funny it is. I've been binge-watching it. It's hilarious. Again, it's real 85 vids. Y'all have got to go subscribe to this guy. I believe he has two channels. And then his crew, he has, he'll have all their channels listed. I, I'm telling you, let's play a snippet from one of his videos. Now, let me set this up. This is from Freddy Krueger in the Hood. This is part two, GTA 5 skit. Now, he has a guy, It's Real's character, who he really plays on Grand Theft Auto 5 called No Talking. Dude looks cool as shit, but he's a bad motherfucker on here. And he's like Freddy's right-hand man. So, basically, Freddy and another guy they have and their crew. God, I forget his name all the time. He was going to take some drugs and there's this like racist white cop that always comes in out of nowhere and fucks with a lot of these guys. And Freddie wanted to do to take these drugs to one of his warehouses and told him not to get pulled over. And this racist cop comes out of nowhere and says, we got a, a black male that came out of his Caucasian suit and uh, is a suspect in some kind of bank robbing. And he got behind him and said, if you make one wrong move, I'm pulling you over. And he said that he made a wrong straight turn. <laughs> so he pulled him over, finds the drugs, takes him to jail. And now Freddie and No Talking are going to the jail to get their drugs back and their, their partner. So enjoy. It's real. 85 vids. Freddy Krueger into Hood Part 2. Let's get it. doing today now get my boy and my drugs back and you won't have a problem freddy as you can see we expected you to come so i made a few calls and requested a little backup it looks right, cooler so if you can watch freddy, the video right? we're no longer scared of you we're taking our city back this is our city taking it back no talking you hear this shit motherfucker you never had this city it's been my city. We're no longer taking your bullshit, Freddy, okay? All the drugs and the violence you put in this city. We're putting the law Why down. Why the fuck is he staring at me, man? I suggest you just leave because you're not getting the drugs. Or no the talking, drugs, staring right? at the cops. Well, guess what, bitch? You didn't make enough phone calls. This ain't enough people to stop me. You know how the fuck I get down. All y'all motherfuckers know how I get down. I will kill every single one of y'all and fuck your wife in her dream. You <laughs> niggas ain't built like that. This shit is like lunch meat to me. Now listen, I'm gonna ask your ass one last time before shit get a little crazy around here, alright? Are you gonna free my nigga and my drugs or not? No, well, you know what? Fuck you, Freddy. Uh-oh, you don't fuck with Freddy, dog. No talking, baby. He get, they get ready to get down. Let's get it. It's real. You a genius, dog. Let's get past the firefight. I'm sure y'all don't want to hear that. By the way, real quick, guys, I forgot to mention, Freddie actually makes an, a rap album, and they actually did a live stream, uh, It's Real, and all the guys, where they dropped his actual album, The Honorable C-Note, does the rapping. I mean, it's on Spotify and everywhere, man. I mean, like, actual streaming platforms. It's the shit, dude. You gotta check it out. Alright, now they've killed all the cops. They're going to get their buddy and their drugs. So they're in the jail right now. 
They blow open the cell. What did I tell you, huh? What did I tell you? Damn, about time y'all came. Or I should reach through the cell and claw your ass. I told you, don't get pulled over. The motherfucking cop was racist. Whatever, did you post my bail, man? Post your bail? What the fuck is he... You didn't hear us blow the damn door off with the fucking C4, nigga? What the hell is you talking about, man? What a, man, just back the fuck up. Y'all kill the cops? Back up. Hope he didn't kill that one thick black cop. Boy, it looked like she had a turkey stuffed in the back of her pants. She was thick. I was in here getting swole, nigga. Y'all thought me I'm coming home party. Y'all got some strippers? Nigga, you've been locked up for 45 minutes. Bring your ass. <laughs> no, no, I had at least been an hour. I know it. Yeah, so there you go, guys. He has so many good videos. Like, I can't get enough of them. Now, I mainly like the GTA skits, but he has other cool skits as well. But you guys have got to check this guy out. Trust me. All right, guys, the last story in gaming, 100 Thieves makes its entire apparel line available in Animal Crossing. We go to TheVerge.com, an article here. It says, Apparel drops from 100 Thieves, a lifestyle and esports organization, are notoriously hard to get in on. Whenever the company releases a new hoodie or jersey, it sells out almost immediately. That is true. Their merch, dude, is probably the best in gaming, hands down. I mean, there might be one or two out there that can compete with Hunter Thieves, but dude, the, the merch that I've seen Nade shot, just preview, I, I mean, dude, I would buy every fucking one of them if I could, honestly. Like, they, from shoes, hoodies, shirts, whatever, they have, hands down, the best merch. And dude, what Nade shot has done real quick for 100 Thieves it, is nothing short of amazing. Kid was just a Call of Duty pro player, and now look what he's done, man. From the green wall to a hundred thieves and dude i love that name a hundred thieves i love it and i like how he switched honor among thieves instead of no honor among thieves i love that dude nade shot you're a fucking genius bro reading on but there's a new way to get some 100 thieves gear and it's not only easy but cheap download it in animal crossing new horizons now guys animal crossing new horizons it is blowing up Again, I haven't played Animal Crossing. I don't think I've ever played this game. Now, I've had a lot of my friends that love this game. It used to be really popular. It kind of died down over these last three to five years, maybe, give or take. I don't know a lot about Animal Crossing, but I thought that I, I do know what it is. And I think the fact that 100 Thieves made merch out of it is genius. And I, that's why I wanted to read this article, just to show you the genius and how plugged in a hundred thieves is i mean they have an amazing team eventually a hundred thieves gonna go over optic phase actually they already are i know in my book i don't i haven't looked at the numbers but dude they've gotta be fucking close dude all right let's read this last uh, paragraph here uh today the company released virtual versions of every single piece they've released to date spanning three years as with all user-created items in New Horizons, you can download the designs for free by entering the proper creator code. The codes for all the gear can be found if you go to TheVerge.com here and look up this article. You can find it here. Organized by the year the items were first released in real world. And again, guys, if you just go to TheVerge.com, type in 100 Thieves Apparel Collection Animal Crossing, you will get it. I do want to read it real quick, this tweet that 100 Thieves left. As a thank you to all our fans who have shown us immense support these past years, we are releasing our entire apparel collection in Animal Crossing. We hope you enjoy these designs. Tweet at us if you're using them. 
See, dude, that's awesome. Guys, look, bottom line, Hunter Thieves taking over, hands down, best esports organization. You want to argue, phase, whatever, I'll gladly argue respectfully with you. Numbers-wise is where I will be a little worried on. I don't know right as of right now. Numbers-wise, they may not be right there, but I know they got to be damn close. Because, dude, I'm telling you, a lot of stuff that I see online, everybody's loving what 100 Thieves is doing, dude. And they're doing it right. They got a damn good team behind them. They got damn good content creators, pro players, teams. They're coming up, man. Mark my words. Guys, that's going to do it for gaming. Anything we talked about today, I want to hear your take. Leave it on our Facebook, Twitter, anywhere, guys. I want to hear it. All right, guys. Moving on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It has been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days, bitch. It's time to rant. All right, guys. This one is one, boy, I'm probably going to get a little heated in as when I talk about child support, I, I tend to get upset. I'll explain why. Basically, I don't really like telling a lot of my personal situation, but I am going to go into a little detail on this rant. Why, you may ask. Well, I just recently found out the stimulus checks. I don't give a shit what debt you have. You're good. Unless you owe for child support. Now, a lot of you may say, well, Daniel, you, it's your fault. You're behind. You would be correct. However, my reasoning goes a little deeper than that. I want to explain and why I think that this is wrong and why I'm getting sick and tired of just because you owe back child support, you're considered a deadbeat dad. And we're also going to introduce a new website that I found for those to help people with child support. Uh, awesome website I found. I love it. It's called thechildsupporthustle.com. And I think this is a great website that everybody needs to check out, especially those that have been affected by child support. If you've been screwed or they've done you wrong or you treated unfairly, you've got to look at this website. I don't care where you live. That's going to be today's rant. We're going to call it the Child Support Hustle in honor of this awesome website. That's our rant for today, guys. Let's get it started. Let's have a rant. All right, so guys... I got the news that basically, I don't care if uh, you owe Donald Trump money personally, your ass would still get a stimulus check. You owe the IRS, you're getting one. You owe uh, financial aid. Whatever debt you owe, you're getting a stimulus check. You even get Social Security. You fill out a form, you're getting a stimulus check. Unless you owe back child support. My first question is, Tell me what sense that makes. Yeah, the government, you know, provides your income tax, which they are for some reason allowed to take all of your income taxes, which I never understood. You can only take up to, uh, here in Tennessee, guys, I'm speaking, and my situation. I'm not speaking on anybody else's. You're allowed to take of a payroll check, meaning I go to work, I get my check. They, they're only allowed to take at the most, of course, it's depending on what the court orders, up to 50%. Well, excuse me, is a, is an income tax check not based off payroll checks? How many, pay, all the payroll checks you've received that year? Yeah, you get those little credits the IRS offers when you do your taxes, but 90% of your income taxes are based off fucking payroll checks. So I don't understand why they can take 50% of my payroll check, but all of my income tax, but it is what it is. 
This rant is not defending those who have never paid child support, those who don't care about their kids, those who have never bothered to even try to be in their kid's life. You all truly are the deadbeats, and it's you son of a bitches that have made it hard for people like myself and others that got it even worse than me. I mean, there's been so many people, a lot of stories, the more I look into this child support thing, people affected. And I think the time is now to do something about it. So, guys, you may say to yourself, well, Daniel, it's your fault you're in this position. You would be right. There was a hard point in time in my life when I was on drugs really bad, when, you know, I was living place to place. I didn't have my shit together. I wasn't working. I've always took full responsibility for that to my kids, to my daughter's mother that I'm this situation I'm speaking on. I've even told her about it. I'm not perfect. I've made a lot of mistakes, and I went through a phase also where I thought it was unfair because in my situation, guys, my baby's mom never worked. If she has, it was maybe a job or two, and it wasn't long at all. I've never known her to work anywhere. I've never even known her to have her own car. I've always known her to live with her mother unless she's dating a guy that has his own place. The point I'm trying to make is I get my daughter's grandmother, who my baby's mom, that's her mother. Now, she's the one that has been supporting my daughter for as long as I can remember. And for the most part, taking care of her as a whole, not just financially. Now, I guess my baby's mom for all these years when I was screwing up and she was so quick to try to get me put in jail every time I wasn't able to send money. She was so quick to just shit on me and tell everybody I'm a bad father. But if her mother didn't let her bum off of her for all these years, we would have been in the same position. And honestly, I have supported my daughter financially more than she has. I have not got to see my daughter that much because I don't have thousands of dollars to, to get an attorney. I just I just don't have it. I tried other ways. I tried to look into things. I got told the least to retain a lawyer was $2,000. And if he didn't have to do a lot of work, it might not be that much more. If he did, it could be another two dollars $3,000. Okay, I, I don't have that kind of money. I don't. I don't get my income taxes. That would have been the only situation I could have seen getting a lawyer. I mean, what can you do? It's like you're helpless. And I feel like I'm fatherly enough for you all to take my money, but I'm not fatherly enough for to see my kid. You know what I'm saying? I think that's uh, a lot of us guys fail to understand a lot of these women. You know, okay, well, if you're going to take my money, then you need to let me see my kid. And unfortunately, I was unlucky and landed with one of these women that just, that she's money hungry. You may think, oh, I'm, I'm cold-hearted for doing this, and I shouldn't be speaking on this. Well, you know, you go start a podcast and give your opinion. I don't care. I mean, this has got to stop. It isn't just this stimulus check. Yeah, I, I, you all have heard me probably briefly talk about this. If you know me personally, you've heard me go off about this many times. It's not easy anymore with this virus going on to just go out here and get a job. So there's a check provided that's supposed to be helping people affected by this damn virus. So tell me, how the fuck you gonna issue a check and then take it because you're behind on back child support? It's like they take your license. They can take your, they take all your income tax. 
If you're behind and you own a business, they can even take your business license. If you want to go out of the country and you owe back child support, nope, you will not get a passport and you can't go anywhere outside of the United States. And hey, look, like I said, you got custody, you're a working, whether you're a single mother or not, you got your own place, you ain't bumming off your mom, you actually take live and take care of your kid, hey, look, I wouldn't be making this argument. I wouldn't say nothing, honestly. I mean, I know when you have a kid, and I wish the money could go to my daughter's grandmother because she is hurting. And I can't, this is two years in a row, and we're not even talking about the other, you know, 15 years of my daughter's life that she's not been getting the income tax money. I know this year and last year, I even talked to my daughter's mom. I said, look, they took this amount out. Make sure you give her some of that money because my daughter's not been getting the money. I know the last two years for sure. Now, she had told me before, if she goes and gets my baby's mom, her and her grandmother, they'll get the money. If they don't, she spends it. I've had her ex-boyfriends call me talking shit. Hey, look at the shoes she bought me. They knew details about my work schedule that only she knew. So you may say, oh, well, they're probably lying. Well, how did they know that? unless they've been with her. I, I don't talk to none of these morons, unless it's probably to cuss them out. And a few of them have called me and, hey, I figure I need to let you know this. A few times they were still with her when they told me. There was just a lot of details that I know it ain't a lie. Let's just leave it at that. A lot of her close family members and friends informed me of stuff that she's doing that they felt was just so wrong. They had to tell me. And I just it just pisses me off that if my daughter was getting this money or her grandma, like I said, I would feel a lot better about it. If this money was going toward like what it's supposed to. Like, I don't think my baby's mama can pay 30 on the fucking light bill and then go buy her a pair of shoes. No, this money should all be spent on my daughter. Oh, no bill? You got all the bills paid? Okay, well, let my daughter go buy some. But unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. I've seen mothers laughing that they're getting fucking child support and don't even have their kids and taking that money and buying drugs with it. But why aren't they risk being thrown in fucking jail? Why aren't they losing their fucking benefits, losing their money? I even proved in court with a Facebook conversation between me and my daughter, not only that my baby's mama was not living with my daughter, but that my daughter hadn't even been getting any money. Normally, she doesn't have to go to court. This particular court date, she had to be there. They were more mad she didn't go. Yeah, they gave me my license back. They did cut off child support. If I wasn't behind, I wouldn't be paying anything. She's like, you still got to pay on what what you owe. Now it's, oh, it ain't, oh, when they turn 18, y'all are done paying it or when they get out of college. Nope, now you pay that shit till it's done. You could be 60 years old, still paying. Me and my brother know a guy, rest in peace, Chuck, that took his life because he was, child support was just taken from this guy and his son was 30 fucking years old, okay? The guy killed himself. He didn't leave nothing about an ex-girlfriend that did him wrong. No. He said in the suicide letter that child support, like, they took money they wasn't even supposed to fucking take. I know a guy read an article in Florida that said, screw his apartment, I'm living out of my car because I can't afford it because of how much child support's taken. I mean, guys, look, this ain't baby mama support. This money is supposed to go to the kids. Y'all need to stop setting these high-ass fucking amounts, and you all need to track where this money goes. I don't give a shit if it's receipts. 
Well, that's a lot of paperwork. Well, hire more fucking people. Or stop pretending you care about these kids and that you're helping all these kids and just flat out say, look, we're just here to make sure they're paying. We're here for the money. Nothing else. I mean, something's got to give on this. You all can separate the deadbeats from the, the people that, yeah, man, every now and then I, I hit hard times and I'm not able to pay. News outlets, a lot of y'all calling, people, calling these dads deadbeats. Like, I, I wrote into one uh, news source, and uh, the guy, that news anchor, he actually wrote me back. I said, look, dude, it ain't right that you're sitting. I get that these guys ain't paid or whatever, but you need to quit labeling. You're saying, like, people that are behind are deadbeats. You need to stop saying that. He's like, oh, no, I was just talking about these four particular guys. I'm like, well, that ain't how you worded it, man. And I've heard a lot of articles, news outlets, videos, throw that word around. Well, you know what? Just because sometimes we get hard up, and like this website I'm getting ready to talk about, the childsupporthustle.com, this is a woman that runs this, okay, that is sick of it and sees what is going on. And I've scammed over it, and I'm going to look further into this. This won't be the last time we talk about this just great website. But the, it's called the childsupporthustle.com. I, they've got some videos on here. Here, let's let's actually go play some of the videos. That like there's like introduction videos and stuff like that. Cause man, this woman, I want you to listen to this. This is a great video. We'll play this video. It'll give you the introduction to the site, and then I'm gonna give my take on it, and then we'll wrap up this rant. But uh, I think the woman's name is Kenya. Awesome lady. Let's listen to this video. Good morning, everybody. This is Kenya Rockman, founder of the Child Support Hustle and the Reform Child Support Now movement. I want to make a video really quick uh, to thank you all for your continued support as we fight for reform to the unconstitutional child support system. Um, right now, I wanted to let you know I see a shift in the atmosphere, so to speak. Uh, there's different states that are passing legislation or introducing bills to change the laws to the unconstitutional child support system. So we wanna keep uh, sending letters, emails, tweets, messages, however you're contacting your local officials and state officials um, and federal officials, please keep doing what you're doing. Second, uh, it's easy to be a critic. Uh, I always get messages on how this can be done better, faster, more efficiently, uh, you name it. If anybody out there has an idea that will make us be able to reform child support quickly, please send it, post it, and let's get it done. And then we can move on. I've been doing this for including researching, writing my book, advocating for parents, starting a movement for over 10 years. So yeah, it's time. So if you have the idea, the solution, please CS Hustle, the number one at gmail.com. Thirdly, I wanted to let you know um, I'm getting some messages uh, from people that are reaching out to attorneys and different organizations that are claiming that they can help them with their child support cases. I'm just asking that you do your due diligence before giving any money, paying any money. If somebody tells you, oh, I can get your case dismissed for $1,000, that is more than likely not going to happen, because, especially if it's a welfare or a 4D case, because that is state owned money and we know that they get 66 percent on a dollar they're not just going to close your case that's crazy and the rally amendment makes it impossible for them to 
uh, excuse arrears. So if there's arrearages on that case, they're not going to just close your case. So ask questions when somebody, when you reach out to these attorneys, we know that a lot of attorneys, this is their bread and butter. This is how they eat. So they're going to charge knowing that with the information you're getting, it's not going to help you with your case. Um, if you go to a private company or something like that, ask them, what's, what's your background? Who have you helped? What cases have you closed? If they can't give you that information, don't give them your money. A lot of this information is on the internet and you can do that for free as long as you have a search, a search engine and a computer or phone. So I thank you all again. Um, if you sent me a message and I haven't gotten back to you, please be patient with me. And if I'm not, if it's a couple days goes by and I haven't gotten back with you, just please resend. If I can help you, I will. If we can do anything, we will. You can contact us, me at the CSHustle1 at gmail.com. We're in the process of uh, updating our website. So if you want to feature you and your beautiful children on our site, you can send us a high definition picture, um, preferably widescreen. I'm finding out about this stuff. And so we'll feature it on our website. And um, if you have a story that you want to come on and talk about on our radio show, it's a blog talk radio, the Child Support Hustle Show with uh, my co-host and producer, Marcus Eccles. Um, he's uh, also has a show. I feel it's a trap, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just another trap for like minorities. This is them interviewing and, and in general, you know what I mean? Just uh, once you get in that hole, it's hard to get out of. I'm on child support myself, so I'm going through that whole situation. Of uh, like my, I feel like my money going to the government more so than my child, you know. So it's just all a scam, you know. At the end of the day. So how do you feel about child support? Um, I think it sucks. The whole program, the whole way that it's set up, everything. I mean, I've been trying to get it for the last couple of years myself. He doesn't work, so how can I get it? They don't offer to take me back to court. They don't call me back. I don't get letters. I don't get court dates. I don't get nothing. So, I mean, it sucks. I provided them with everything they need to find him. They got his social security number. He can't drive anymore, you know, but they still don't do nothing. They don't force the issue. They don't have a program to where help these fathers that can't find jobs. Why not? That's the only way we're going to get our money. They got to work. So that's there how you I go. feel. It sucks. Good idea. How do you feel about child support? I feel like child support sometimes is necessary because people is trifling, but you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, it's, it's ways where it goes on both sides of the candlestick. It's sometimes where the female is playing the child support game, and yep. sometimes where the dude is, you know, really literally trying to skip out on his responsibility. So yep, that's true. It's a it's a case by case thing in my opinion. That's what I that's what I think about. What, what is your opinion on child support? Um, well, it's actually pretty similar. I think that child support can and has been used in ways that are negative to the whole family structure. And per to be perfectly frank, I don't believe that the government has any place in black families. However, I think that there are some situations where women are made to feel bad for getting child support. And the reality is that child support is literally money for these kids, you know, and these children shouldn't have to suffer because of the relationship between the mother and the father. True. And so at the end of the day, it shouldn't be something that's necessary. Both parties who helped create a child should definitely be involved in the bearing of that child and the uh, raising of that child, whether they're together or not. 
but unfortunately that's not always the case. Um, and sometimes there are issues where child support is necessary. I've also unfortunately heard of issues where child support was being asked, it was being paid, and things like that, and the father still ended up in jail, you know, uh, for different frivolous reasons. Um, at the end of the day, I think that we have a greater responsibility to our families and to our children to ensure that we're not playing games with things like that and that we take it as seriously as it is. Now, there you go. Like I said, man, I mean, that that's not – I know she had stated there black families, but all families of all races. I mean, there's even people that get child support that aren't able to receive it or they get to run around. I know there's a lot of things like one time, whether I had called and reported my job or not, two, three weeks of me getting paid on the job, they've always found out, I mean. Well, I come to find out this last job that I was working through this temp service, which it was a temp service that took over one that I've worked through several times. So I assume they still, usually when they still have your info at a job you worked, if you go back to that job, they'll just resume taking it out because they still have that info. And guys, I don't know how a lot of people may feel about what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. But a lot of the times, man, when you're working long hours, you got a, a family to support and you got a lot going on. Yeah, there may be times I'm able to call it in. I remember to call it in and there may be times I'm not. And especially with my situation, when my daughter ain't even getting the money, my baby's mom's spending it up. She doesn't give a shit. If she heard this rant, she wouldn't hear about all the shit that I'm going through, she would just probably hear, oh, I'm going to be getting a stimulus check and then start bugging me about, hey, when am I going to get that check? Like she does about the income tax checks. So there's times that I just simply forgot to call it in. But again, they've always called it and started taking it out. Well, the name had changed. So I just assumed again, okay, they're going to take it out. Well, I come to find out for like three months, they hadn't been taking it out. And how I discovered it was I got a letter from child support. Now, guys, keep this in mind. Over these last, I'd say, pretty much since me and my fiance got together, I'd say last seven years, no, actually about eight or nine years, I've paid very consistently, whereas to before, I might pay a few months. There might be a few months I wasn't able to pay. You know, that was when I was just strung out, living place to place, no job, car, all that. Now, I've paid pretty much all year, there might be a month or two I, I don't, whether it's a job transition, assignment ended, laid off, whatever. But anyway, so I get this letter that says, hey, you've got pretty much a month to bring us $500 because we haven't been getting it out or we're taking your license. Now, guys, keep in mind, they cut child support off. I'm just simply paying on what I'm behind. We came up with an amount. They wanted me to keep paying the amount I was originally paying to her when child support was on which was 65 a week i'm like uh no dude we agreed on 30 i thought 30 four weeks in a month that's 120 but i guess they think that there's 31 days in every month so they set it at 130 which i thought was weird maybe on the months that have 31 days you do that but whatever they have their ways of adding it up maybe they have to do that maybe they answer i don't know well, anyway i'm like okay I don't, I can't just hand them, if I hand them $500, that's few bills that month that I don't get to pay. Now, I'm sorry this happened, but it unfortunately falls on me because I don't know what this damn temp service done, which I later found out, like, when the guy comes up there to serve the child support papers for people, they'll keep him waiting. Uh, there's been several times the guy's left because he 
the guy over this temp service wouldn't come out and they've had to, he just gets mad and leaves i didn't know this or i would have called in and reported it but i called them and i'm like look you know, I don't know what's going on here, and they pretty much said that, oh, well, it's your responsibility. I'm like, well, how come for 17 years or 16 years, you all have always, whether I've called you guys and reported a job or not, y'all have always found it, and this used to be a company I worked for. You know, what happened? They're like, well, it's on you, and I'm like, all right. Well, what about they had just taken a $900 income tax check. Now, before I started the job I was at at the time, of what, two, three months, I wasn't working something like that. Now, you add that up, $900, I pay 130 a month, that should cover those six months, the three that I was working, the three that I wasn't. I would think that's how they would do it. I've been in court before, and they've asked, hey, did we get an income tax check from him? And they tell them yes or no. So, okay, I'm thinking, well, what about that? She goes, oh, that don't count. I'm like, that don't count? Well, it went off my main balance, right? She said, yeah. I said, my baby's mother got it, right? Yeah. Well, how does that not count? That sounds like every other payment you take. And I can't remember. I think she either couldn't explain it or gave me a half-ass explanation that didn't make sense because she just said it didn't count. I was like, that makes no sense then what is the point of you taking the income tax check then you just you just sneak that in as just a random ass payment no oh and that $500 amount she ended up lowering it to 380 well if that's what I owe what are you lowering it for I mean I was thankful for that but then it was weird they sent uh, sent me a paper and told me that I had to sign it I'm thinking y'all are the government if this is what I supposedly have to pay why do I need to sign something you get what I'm saying it's weird there's things that just don't add up that's $900 that I could have used for my family. And again, guys, am I behind because of me? Yeah, I, I should have stood up. And, and at the time, I was so worried because she tried to get me put in jail every other time that I wasn't able to get her money. Sitting there having to beg her ass not to put me in jail. Yeah, dude, I should have just manned up, asked more questions, dug in, dug deeper, researched, and that's my fault. But you're not going to sit here and convince me that I'm fully in the wrong when she ain't even taking care of my daughter. I've supported her more financially. Her mom's not only supported my daughter, which I'm very thankful for. You know, her grandma's a good woman. She just, you know, gets into it with her and it, you know, gets her mad and. There was obviously some things that wasn't being told where I was sending money. They were over there telling her that I wasn't so she could keep the money, we come to find out, when me and her finally sat down and talked last year. This being my daughter's grandmother, not my baby's mom. We, we don't talk anymore. You know, again, my daughter's not even getting this money. So, again, I'm not defending those people that don't care about their kids, that never paid a dime of child support. I don't care to pay it. I've accepted it. I do think they shouldn't take all your income tax, and I do think they need to make sure, number one, the money goes to my daughter. It's being spent on either stuff she needs or bills of a household that my baby's mother lives in that is in her name, not your her damn boyfriend or whatever dude she's nailing that week. Yeah, it, it should be in her name, and that, that money, I think, every month, they should have to provide receipts. If you're not going to work, 
Now, these mothers that work and do all that, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But if you're not going to work and all that, I think you got to show proof. I got to show proof that I've been paying. If I don't pay, I go in there, I go to jail. Now, tell me how you can go get assistance from the government. Turns out you're getting money. Again, she's not only not living with my daughter and taking care of her, she's not giving her any of the money. And I can't help but hammer home on that. And by the way, that's fraud. How the hell are they, is she not being called in there? You know what I mean? And guys, there's several cases of guys, and there's even probably mothers that are in this situation. They don't have custody. And I'm not defending, again, I'm defending those in my situation. We made mistakes in the past. We just hit hard times here and there. I have manned up, and I accept my responsibilities when I was a drug addict. I do. I broke down when I decided to become clean and talked to my baby's mother about it and was straight up honest with her. But everything's good, and then she gets a boyfriend, and then all that goes away and to the point to where I just eventually, I, I don't have anything to say to her. I was five foot from her one day and didn't say a damn word to her. I don't have anything left to say to her. She's not going to work with me, and she's just done nothing. I can't even get married. Because if I do, then when we go to do our taxes, they'll take the whole check. They even, you know, what my fiancé works, they'll take hers. I don't want to break down and have a Tyrese moment. How much more do you want from me type shit. You all that know me personally, you know my situation. But at the end of the day, screw all this money. This cost me a relationship. This cost me time with my daughter. And that's what pisses me off the most. It's from day one with my baby's mother. It's always been about the money. She's always, I felt, been embarrassed that I was my daughter's father because for six months she thought it was this other guy's that she had been messing with off and on. And a guy that I'm actually friends with. I've missed a good relationship with my daughter, man. And yeah, we talk, but I don't really get to see her. And it's all over fucking money. Money that she's taken from me and that I don't have enough money to go get a lawyer to do something about about it. It's like, again, you're helpless. She would go around and say this and say that, but yeah, I would pay, call to get my daughter. The day I go to get her, the phone would magically not be picked up, or magically they had somewhere to go, you know, I mean, or, or I would go over there to get them sometimes. Yeah, they'd answer the phone all day, go over there to get her, and they'd be gone. And there, and again, there was times when I was a drug addict that I was supposed to come see her, and I didn't. I came out and eventually told her everything. I'm not, a lot of y'all, I've seen mothers and stuff zannied up, peeled up, drunk, high, riding around with their kids. I'm sorry. I chose not to do that. And yes, that's my fault still. That doesn't make me any kind of a, a good person or anything because I lost that time with my daughter. But I chose not to expose my daughter to the lifestyle I was living. I didn't, I couldn't do nothing for myself, much less her. And I have to live with that. But I accept that. I take full responsibility for that. And I've tried so hard since I've got clean to be in her life and constantly got pushed away. And at what point when you make mistakes or hit hard times, do you finally, you know, get that opportunity when you've proved yourself that you're on the up and up, do you get that opportunity to be in their life? I think some people are intimidated by that. Like, oh God, I'm so used to him being a piece of shit. They get intimidated and just try to further push you out. Like my daughter was told for years that I never cared about her. I was a piece of shit. And that was when I was trying to see her. So you see what I mean, man? This, this whole thing, this is why I feel child support laws need to be changed. Things need to be further looked into. 
okay? The dads aren't automatically deadbeats. Why are those people that are on child support behind? Let's look into that. Sometimes we just simply hit hard times. And if you can't understand that, then you're an asshole. Okay, I'm not saying I'm a saint in this story. But I should have asked more questions, dug deeper, and just really read into things. And I would have went in more prepared and not been so worried about going to jail. Because, see, that's what they do. They intimidate you by throwing you in jail. And it's like I read uh, this same website. I was reading people's stories. They're like, man, they can throw you in there. A child support, it's a civil matter. But yet you'll be thrown in jail with murders, thieves, pedophiles, rapists. You know what I'm saying? People that have done serious crimes. And you in there for not paying child support. You know what I mean? If anybody out there has been affected by child support, I want to hear your story. Because I'm telling you, these laws got to change. Guys, this rant is probably the most important rant 79 episodes in on the Ready, Set, Show podcast. This rant means a lot to me. I know a lot of y'all don't comment, but I really do want to hear those of you all who are affected or that have a child support story. It could be good or bad. Or if you just have an opinion on this, I want to hear your take no matter what side you're on. Be respectful. If you run your mouth, we're just going to block you and send you on if you're just blatantly being an asshole and just shitty about it. Let's talk about it. We can argue our points, but let's be fair about it and respectful. Now, don't message me if, again if you've never made a child support payment or never seen your kid a day in your life if you've tried and something's preventing you and you've got fucked over or something yeah maybe but don't hit me up and then i got some woman like oh he ain't never been there never paid here look and she shows me that you've just never gave a shit i'm gonna be pissed off i mean there's some solutions i have but i've heard some that are way better than mine i don't know what they gotta do but we gotta make this a two-way street not a one-way street I mean, I've even seen a meme the other day. It said, a mother without child support showed him riding on the bus. said, a mother with child support showed her having a nice-ass car. A lot of people think that's funny. I don't. You know how bad I used to get pissed off money that I busted my ass going out and work for, and she's never worked? And I got to give this woman money for her to go buy this dude shoes, whatever? Money that I work hard for that my daughter's supposed to be getting. Nah, man. I ain't standing for it no more. I'm not being quiet about it anymore. Yeah, that may be personal. I, I ain't saying who it is. Those of y'all that know me, you'll know who I'm talking about. I just don't care anymore, man. I'm sick of it. It ain't fair. And it ain't just me. It's many a, a, a guys and fathers around the world. I mean, sometimes you go in a doctor like when we were having my daughter. They don't. It's like they don't even respect you. They don't even look at you half the time. I've even had women tell me times when I'm out with my daughter, grocery store, shopping, whatever, and a woman will see me, usually an older lady, say, oh, it's rare that you see a father with his daughter or son anymore. I'm like, what? You know, like, but again, it's it's those dads like my dad in the past that have made it this rough. But I feel like at some point we have to move on from that. At some point, we got to really look at things and see that times are different, people are different, situations are different, and we have to make a change. And the last thing I'm going to say about this, I just feel sorry I don't know how this is going to work if they're going to take your stimulus check and give it to whoever you owe child support to, but it's just sad 
for those of us, like in my situation, not the de- actual deadbeats, but that are going to be struggling with a bill and won't be able to pay a bill or might not be able to pay their rent because they are not able to go to work because of this virus just because they've hit hard times and got a little behind on child support. I don't give a shit if you're a lot behind. Hell, I am. I mean, this is supposed to be a check that helps us during this coronavirus. And I just think it's so crazy. Every fucking debt is being excused except those with child support. I just feel like you need to excuse every fucking debt because this is a virus none of us asked for, a situation none of us asked for. For so long, I used to feel guilty and let her really make me think that a lot of this was my fault until I really just sat down one day and thought about it and thought, no, hold up. And I really just looked at everything and said, you know what? Hell no. If you all have child support issues and you all feel what I'm saying and you've been through it, don't come at me if you've never paid, if you knock some chick up you didn't want to and you don't see your kid. I don't want to hear that shit. Y'all are deadbeats and it's you pieces of shit that are the reason we're in this. But I want to hear y'all's story, guys. Let me know. But that's going to be the rant for this week, guys. Again, the thechildsupporthustle.com. Go check them out, guys. If you can support them, do it. I don't care if it's signing up, finding somebody, an attorney, whatever it may be. But go on that website. Look it over, dude. It is an awesome website for those of us that have been impacted and just treated unfairly by this child support enforcement. But all right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 79. I'd like to thank everybody for joining me this week, guys. And uh, we got some stuff coming up, maybe some new co-hosts. I don't know, guys. We may have a new makeover of the show. You never know. We got some big things coming, guys. I assure you, stay tuned. Hopefully next episode we can get a good friend of mine, Jared, to join us. Y'all might have heard us uh, do an artist spotlight on him. Again, Mad Scientist 423 jared as i call him the madman pits no, i'm kidding but he's a good dude he may come on shoot the shit with us an episode as always if you want to support the podcast further there's a support or donation link on our anchor page hit it up 90 99 cents 4.99 9.99 i think that's like monthly you can support the show i'd greatly appreciate it it'll help with new equipment just upcoming things again that i'm going to be doing on the show we got a lot of stuff in the works guys i promise you And I'll come up with something, some cool bonus stuff for people that eventually start donating. I do want to thank everybody for their support, guys. Anything we talked about on today's show, hit us up, guys. Head on over to our Facebook. Scroll down. You can find all info regarding the show from email to social media platforms and where you can hear this podcast. Leave us a comment, follow, like, share, all that good stuff if you enjoy this podcast, guys. For episode 79 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast, I'm DT, Ready, Set, Showtime, and I'm out. Peace. Peace.